Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Hannah. And we want to welcome you to the Talking About It podcast. We aim to talk about things that might make us feel a little bit uncomfortable. But in doing so, we hope to raise awareness for things that we feel really passionate about. We'd like to educate ourselves and others. And basically just have a bit of a laugh. After all, we are just floating on a rock, cruising through space. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast. Not going to lie, me and Hannah have had some trouble getting here. (laughs) (laughs) But we think it's going to be amazing. And we can't wait for you to all join us on this amazing journey. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. So exciting. And if you're listening to this on the day that the podcast actually goes out, it's International Women's Day, which obviously is a day that we love. And this podcast is not necessarily all about women, but we are celebrating women. And especially today, we're championing... Championing? Championing. That's so hard to say. (laughs) Championing. Championing. But yeah, Um, you know the word, women. Um, And yeah, we're just, we're going to chat about a few things that we're really passionate about. Um, one thing being, well, not passionate about it in a good way, but casual sexism, something that we've dealt with quite a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about the concept of feminism and, yeah, is there something else? So, oh, yeah. so um, inequality in the workplace. Yeah, inequality in the workplace. So all things that we have experienced, experienced yeah. with. Yeah, um, and, you know, as we say, we feel quite passionately about it, so we just want to chat and see what you guys think yeah share with you lot so this podcast um is running in conjunction with um the international women's day hashtag i choose to challenge and as nancy said we're going to be choosing to challenge basically gender inequality um but just a little bit about independence (laughs) independence day (laughs) independence day (laughs) International Women's Day. Um, it takes place on the 8th of March. It's been going on for a century. It started out in America in 1909. And it's basically a day to celebrate women um, through um, economic, political and social achievements. Um, so, you know, we've, we've been through quite a lot as women. Mm. We've obviously managed to get the vote in some countries in some countries but we're still not quite there yet are we no we still feel like there's a little bit of injustice really in the world Mm. and we want to talk about it because we think if we don't talk about it nothing's going to get done about it um and it is a great shame as well because it was brought to my light the other day whilst watching binging a whole load of (laughs) feminist ted talks that the gender pay gap will not actually be equal until 2133, yeah. which is madness. just mad, because it's not even going to be within our lifetime. Yeah. Um, but as you say, we're, we're going to talk about casual sexism, things that we experience on a day-to-day basis as women, mm. inequality in the workplace, because again, it's something that's still very pre- mm. prevalent and present, and also... Yeah, well, there's just loads still. Like, it's yeah. clearly got much, much better. And we're all in, like, well, most of us are in a better situation than maybe our parents were or our grandparents were. But there's just 
little things that are still such an issue that are kind of daily and annoying <laughs> and we really want to stress as well that this isn't like a man-hating podcast we love men um, yeah it's just it's a a society challenging podcast yeah because <laughs> it's i suppose it's it's sort of educating people you know it's it's okay if you're a white male mm. and you're just cruising along in life and you've never experienced the um, prejudice against you mm. um, but as women we, we're still sort of having those daily battles mm. and daily like it's just little put downs put isn't downs, it yeah. things that kind of hold you back and I do think women are um, responsible as well for like how they treat other people or language and things like that so one of the things I'm sure my mum won't mind me saying Hi, mum, if you are listening. But, um, <laughs> my goddaughter is obsessed with football, and she just always, always has been. And she wants to be a footballer when she's older. And we've always really supported this, and my family are so up for, like, be whoever you want to be, do whatever you want to do, very supportive. But when... Oh, what's her name? Alex Scott, is it? Was on Strictly. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, well, she really should know. I'm not too sure what her name is, but... Um, she was on Strictly and mum phoned Maisie up and said, oh, have you seen that woman footballer? Is on Strictly, how good is that? And Maisie just absolutely shut her down and was like, um, she's just a footballer. Like, you don't have to say she's a woman. Mm. And my poor mum was like so red-faced. And, and it's just little mistakes like that that we all make. Yeah, yeah. And we're, I'm guilty of doing yeah. it. Like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are, but we need to get into the habits, mm. don't we? Of, yeah. Um you know what language that we would use and sort of just just be a bit more cautious really yeah right yeah just thinking about it just be aware or like maybe think before you speak is a good one as well isn't it yeah, it's like the classic it. yeah me and James do it all the time if we're chatting about something he'll say oh yeah my colleague and I'll instantly say oh what does he do and he's like he has to correct me it's a she yeah and I, it's just embarrassing because I'm so passionate about like feminism yeah yeah that's it yeah. it's just it's just being mindful isn't it mm. sort of just taking that step back and then going oh hang on there is just there is more to men yeah. on this planet but I was reading um this amazing book which I have with me today mm-hmm. um the invisible woman and they said exactly the same, um, about, again, like the, the, the football sort of thing, um, that on Wikipedia, it's, uh, you know, the, I think they, the, you know, the England squad. Yeah. But then there's a separate one and it's the England women's squad. Mm. And it's like, again, why do we have yeah. to? It's like giving it this weird kind of, Almost like it's a novelty to be a woman yeah. footballer, and you think, why? We can do anything just as much as yeah. men, and I think that's sort of where maybe again the concept of feminism mm. kind of gets a bit clouded. Yeah. Um, because you know, ever since man began, man again, yeah, man you think of began, a man, you think of a man. Well, it takes two tango to then make another man. Mm. Um, and the women the women at that time weren't just sort of sat at home. You know, they were still hunting and gathering yeah. and 
you know, but we're never taught that, though, are we? Mm. Like in school, we're always just taught about the evolution of man, and mm-hmm. you see the classic caveman and the, but you don't see like the women. So no. maybe that's something that needs to change, and we need to, you know, look at the evolution of woman yeah. and see where what we used to do and. But unfortunately, it comes it's just from forgotten, the... isn't it? Yeah, it's just completely overlooked. And but I can't remember in school. Well, I didn't learn much in school, but I can't remember ever doing like a, fe- a f- woman history, female history. No, I don't remember anything. No, I mean, I the only thing that I did was in when I was studying film studies, mm. and we did women in film. Yeah, but again, it was so boring. Like again, but. <laughs> That was obviously like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and obviously there's a there was an issue then yeah. as well. And then there's still an ongoing issue. Yeah, but that actually brings me quite nicely into the the women in film yeah um, topic. So, and um, I think maybe most of you that might be listening to this podcast, <laughs> all of our friends and family, yeah. <laughs> my friends, <laughs> my friends and family. <laughs> Um, you probably know that I used to work in the film industry, so I worked as an assistant director for 10 years, um, and I started from, started from the bottom now, yeah, um, <laughs> I started out as a runner, and then I worked my way up, um, into the assistant director's department, and the classic way of working your way up is, um, third AD, second AD, first AD, and then you were more likely to go into producing because an assistant director is basically somebody that organises, like, the shoot on set. Mm. So you're communicating with all the different people, Mm. um, all the different departments on set and basically making the film happen. Um, But my experience in the film industry, it wasn't as linear as maybe... A, my male colleagues mm-hmm. um, definitely felt like a struggle um, definitely felt like there was a boys club mm-hmm. um, and you know I would be working really really hard and I'd, I would go from like you know runner to third AD and then do a few films as a third AD and then I'd really want to go in as a second AD but then because it's a boys club the team would then maybe get one of their friends, oh, like who a was a mate, who was less qualified, mm. but then put them in in the role above me. Mm. So as you can imagine, fuming, absolutely fuming, um, and yeah, it was just it was unfair and mm. unjustified because I could do that job. But then again, at the same time, um, you know, I'm running around like a blue ass fly, and you know, I'm you know, obviously trying to work my way up the ladder and whatnot, but then I'm also being faced with sexism, misogyny, inappropriate behaviour, inappropriate sexual behaviour. It's like a whole other thing to navigate just on top of the work. Like, yeah, I know in some cases it does happen, but a lot of the time it is for women that in your work you're having to, I don't know, almost watch your behaviour so that you don't come oh, across yeah. as, as a certain way. Well, this this is exactly what happened. So 
again, when you're an assistant director, say you're a third assistant director, you'll be uh, directing the extras, so mm. all the background artists. Um, you might have between 500 and 1,000 people to mm. direct safely as well. And, you know, it can get a little bit frustrating at times, but you obviously have to project your voice mm. and, and whatnot. But sometimes, you know, you're then being told, oh, you're coming across as, like, aggressive oh, yeah. or this, that and the other. And it's like, no, I'm just doing my job. I'm yeah. trying to do it safely. I'm trying to do it well. And then you then you also, you also automatically kind of get associated as a certain person mm. because of the way you're working. But yet a male who is maybe more aggressive or mm. more loud, loud, like forthright, forthright yeah that's the right word mm. um they nothing will be said yeah. about them people just listen wouldn't they yeah they just yeah. go all oh, right yeah off we go yeah um, we, yeah we've spoken a lot about this word aggressive because mm. i have been called aggressive over and over and over and over um by my family my family is so lovely and supportive like i was saying but they just sometimes get it that little bit wrong and if I shared an opinion that was, like, different to them or if I just kind of, well, yeah, just voiced an opinion, if I had an opinion, I'd be labelled as aggressive or moody or grumpy. Yeah. But if um, if one of my brothers had an opinion, it, they everyone would stop and listen and nod. <laughs> and my family are not sexist. They're no. not at all. It's like, that's what we're saying, where it's ingrained in us, isn't it? Just yeah. to be, like... Like if if a woman is a bit grumpy, to be oh she's she's a grumpy arsehole, yeah, isn't she? But naughty and you know, like a man or, would just be a man. Exactly. Or if you display any erratic behaviour, yeah. you're crazy, um, and you know don't know how to handle yourself and blah blah blah. Mm. It's just um, it's just not yeah. very. I think the reason we're doing this podcast is because we're just so fed up with it. Yeah, we want to put a stop to it. So if you want to help us, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we'd love to know if, if any of you listening to this or watching this um, have experienced it before as well, and you've just like maybe you've just voiced an opinion and then you've been completely shut down for no reason. If it happens once or twice, you mm. ignore it, don't you? Because yeah, especially as women, we're taught not to rock the boat. We're taught yeah. not to argue. We're taught not to have a voice or an opinion even look at Meghan Markle like I know that's quite extreme but yeah. like she, she just gets absolutely she, torn apart for just speaking that's it she's literally she's she's just voicing her opinion mm. she's done something slightly different granted all these old school yeah people I know there's like, like the whole thing with the royalists and all the things that like, people love it don't they but, but she's it's her life yeah she has to live her life and she's just living her truth yeah and you know what more what, what can yeah man? i just can't bear this image that she's this kind of like vixen who's got her claws in and dragged him away and you think value that he's got a brain as well and he can make his own opinions exactly and like, that's it oh, it's just that's so it. annoying isn't it like but then it's like literally we're still expected to have that like perfect kind of mm. persona like expected to be beautiful and again have everything 
done and yeah. if we if we put makeup on it's for a man and this that, and the other it certainly ain't been a man for me no no way um but doing that you know having a good job um keeping it together having a trying to have a family yeah um and then you know if you have like one moment of weakness then it's yeah it's seen as a negative it's just it's not even weakness it's honesty isn't it if you sh- like show emotion that's it oh. exactly but then again as i say yes we cross ourselves as feminists but at the same time we understand as well that men also have that yeah, problem yeah. as well like you know they feel like they need to live up to sort of the macho mm. expectation yeah, just um, just let people be people it's, it's me like we were talking about this idea of feminism and why we think it's so bad and it i think because it is kind of associated with the burning the bras yeah and which is not and it's i was again on my feminist binge the other day <laughs> i was listening to uh brené brown and she was just saying it's basically just about having empathy mm. for another human being. That's yeah. all it is, regardless of whether you're male, female, non-binary, whatever. But you just need to have empathy for yeah. that person and what that person's going through. And you know, but then it, I suppose it's really hard to have empathy again if you are a white male that has never been had any injustice in a way I don't know I don't know it's a hard one because it's like you say you could almost take the male female out of it couldn't you yeah. and just say human being but um it is a hard one because I, I look at James like James is like all the typical things of being super privileged and he knows it and, and he's like very grateful for his life but he is such a feminist he's like yeah and so sensitive and like it's, it's such a hard one. I feel like the only way that you can do it is not be super defensive if you say something wrong and then someone calls you out on it. That's it. Not even calls you out, just says, like, oh, by the way, could you not say that? Or yeah, if, if accepting other people's experience, even if you haven't experienced it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, with, with James, does he do, does, has he ever done, like, any reading or anything? Or is he sort of interested in it? Or Not at like, all. No? <laughs> no, but his mum is, like, um, an absolute powerhouse. Right, And okay. just, like, takes no shit from anybody. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where he's got it from, because she just has always been on that level of kind of like she takes no shit she's not going to pretend she yeah. works really hard she's like yeah so he's looking up to her and he's admiring yeah. her and that, that's again mm. I suppose where it stems from like I suppose maybe as women again <laughs> but like bringing up our sons yeah and daughters and, and dads and dads yeah like, um, just everyone <laughs> yeah just people I mean, people still need correcting, don't yeah, they? Exactly. As well. Um, but we need to we need to feel strong about mm. like, like what we're saying. Yeah. And um and boundaries as well. Yeah. That you know, if someone does make you feel uncomfortable, you know, whatever sex you might be, mm. to have the courage to stand up it and hard. say it's. Re- I mean, it is. It's so hard. Mm. Um. Do you want to know a, a pretty story oh, go on. from the film industry I don't know if I've told you this but it's one that will always stick with me mm. so obviously we've got the boys club to deal with and then obviously you've got the Me Too 
sort yeah. of movement that I would say I was sort of involved in mm. at the time. Um, but I was, what, 20, I'd say 23, and I was a set PA, so I was kind of like looking after like the actors and things like that on mm. set at the time, and I was working with my absolute idol, Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, absolute dream for me, watched all of his movies, couldn't believe I was working on set with him, thought it was amazing. Anyway, he had a little bit of a soft spot for me, but not in a creepy way. Yeah. Um, but he used to call me Pixie because he could see that I was running around, I'd have a smile on my face, wanted to do a good job. Mm. The boys didn't like this mm. because they weren't obviously getting any attention or they didn't have a pet name or whatever. Yeah. And again, the boys were just a bit like, mm. um, but one day it was Martin Scorsese's birthday and my boss, who was the first assistant director, thought it was appropriate to say to me, because I had this like nice relationship mm. with him, how much to go into his trailer and go and give him a blowjob. You're joking. Yeah. Oh, my and God, Anna. I, as I say, I was like 23. Can I just say, full disclosure, this was definitely not from Martin Scorsese. Yeah. He is not a paedophile. He's an amazing man. Love him to pieces. Um, this was from my boss and he thought it was banter oh my god how many times have we heard the word banter and obviously all the boys were around they were all laughing ha 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 mm. what did i do i just laughed it off and ran off it's so bad it's so bad but then only like five years later i look back on that and i'm like what the fuck yeah. actually happened there that mm. was so not okay and then all these other stories were coming out about actual horrible directors yeah, that were, yeah. get, you know, Harvey Weinstein, obviously, producer. Um, oh, God, what's his chops that does all the X-Men films? Uh, I can't remember his name now, mm. but he, he was... There's a lot of it going on in, in film, isn't there? Oh, yeah, the amount of inappropriate language. Um, you know, I was also on set one day and... Um, I was asked if I'd shagged one of my co-workers mm. inappropriately over the radio. Everybody heard. Like, it's just, it's so and I, again, you're just like, what the hell? I got told that I got one job because um, the only reason why I got the job was because I was fit. <laughs> and I'm in, inverting my commas. Well, you are fit, but... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your CV says more than that. Well, I would have thought so by this point. Um, and, you know, I used to wear um, shorts and tights to work, mm. but it was a practical thing because I hated wearing jeans because I felt like they were really restricting. You couldn't wear leggings because you couldn't attach your radio or you couldn't oh, yeah. put your phone or your call sheet or anything in your pockets. Um, so I used to wear these little shorts and leggings yeah. and then I'd have like high tops on or whatever. And, uh, yeah, and then I was like known as the girl in the hot pants. That's just, and even just that is ridiculous because... You don't have to justify why you were wearing shorts and tights. Yeah. But you just did. You just said, oh, because I, I wasn't wearing jeans because of this. Yeah. But you don't have to. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. I know. And whilst we're just on a bit of a rant and I'm getting everything <laughs> off my chest, let's just talk about the BBC and Holby City, shall we? Because, oh. uh, yeah, I got told that I was I dressed inappropriately. Again, for just wearing something that I found practical. Yeah. You know, I was covered up. You have to be covered up. You're pretty much freezing all the time yeah. when you're on set. 
but yeah it was um and then I was kind of like look we're working in a creative industry what mm. who cares what I wear who cares what I look like yeah who's sexualizing this because I certainly am I'm not coming to work yeah wanting inappropriate you know language and conversation it's just, towards me it's all so out of order can you imagine being like a teacher or anything like that and someone saying oh should go and give me a um I don't know, your colleague a blowjob. Like, it just wouldn't happen. It just, it just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. happen. It's like... It? It's, it was just... It It blew my mind. I was honestly so shocked. Um, just make... If anything that makes you feel uncomfortable and, like... I don't know. What, but, well, I can't I, think of the word, but... Yeah, I mean, it was uncomfortable. But the thing, the thing is, for me, as I say, I'm so glad the Me Too movement happened mm. because I would hate for a 23-year-old girl or a boy to have have that said then to them and yeah. then them thinking oh mm. I need to go and do that oh god Which, yeah, exactly. you know it was happening mm. um and luckily well for me I was kind of just like this is absolutely ridiculous and yeah. just laughed it off and ran away but but yeah it was just but again as I say this is why the me too movement came out because mm. so many things like that were happening on set and I've heard through good sources, you know, it's unfortunately still happening. Yeah. So it's just terrible. It, and it's it is making out like the only reason women are in the film industry is to sexually please the men. <laughs> or be eye candy. It's like you're not actually getting hired for any other reason. No, and you know, I was so serious about my job mm. and I really wanted to, you know, climb the ladder and, you know, make it to be a producer. Like, mm. that was my goal. Um, but I just was so fed up with the bullshit that came with mm. with it all. You know, just it just felt like a constant battle, a constant yeah. struggle. And, um, you know, sometimes you're just not taken seriously. Mm. And then you think well why am I doing all of this hard work especially when someone else is going to just jump in front yeah. of you and get that job and I know it happens in other industries as well yeah yeah um but again it's it's the boys club mm. you know they've just formed this I don't know this, this yeah this. I know what you mean I, I do I really sympathize with people as well because it's never nice for someone to say that you've done something a bit out of order, especially if you are a nice person and, like, to your core, you're a good person. Yeah. So if you, if you then do something that offends someone and they say, like, it is a shock and it's not nice and I think yeah. we've all been there, especially we've probably all been there where we've been like, uh, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't say that. Yeah, exactly. So I do sympathise and I really sympathise with the people who don't, say anything for that exact reason they don't want to upset the other person that's it we're kind of in the middle though aren't yeah. we because it's even like with me and you because obviously we're really into well-being mm. so like half of well-being is kind of like keep the peace yeah exactly just don't say anything just and then you're questioning you're like if i don't say anything maybe it'll just be peaceful yeah. and then left but then if I do say anything, I might be able to change. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, that it's balance, so really, isn't it? And one of the um, biggest things for me is when I have found the courage to actually say something, especially if it's something that's been bothering me for a while, like 
for example, that kind of, um, like, you're moody or you're, what was the word? Aggressive, that's the Aggressive. one. Um, like, when I finally said that, <laughs> if they were, if they'd have listened, I would have been like, oh, okay, nice. But instead, you get back just a bunch of abuse and just, like... Well, that's it, again, because I don't, I don't think you listen. No, exactly, I think it's yeah. like the automatic assumption that you're going to say something that and is going to offend erratic. them. Yeah, and being erratic, and so they'll just shut you down. Yeah, and you know, won't you know you, you won't be able to get yeah. Your and this is the other out. thing with feminism. This is what annoys me: is people I think tend to, especially if you kind of identify as a feminist. But personally, I think everyone should because why wouldn't you want equality? But people tend to think that you're just nitpicking and looking for things. Um, like you're just looking for reasons to pull people up on their sexism whereas uh, for me it genuinely really upsets me it genuinely really really gets to me and um, well it's just just the fact that it's not equal yeah like would you say certain things to a man or again like even with like abortion rights and things like yeah. that would you if if a man could have a baby, but you didn't want a baby. Yeah. Would we say to them, "No, you're not having a baby." Like, well, we would never know, would we? But, but, but it, again, it's 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 as soon basically as they make the rules. It's unlikely because they probably would say, "Oh no, well, I don't want one, so <laughs> like I'll change the law." Well, yeah, exactly. That's it. But it's it's just having it's yeah it's having yeah. human rights basically yeah. at the end of the day. Just, yeah, just general human rights. And I feel like you can go so deep on it, but the the casual sexism for me is what needs to change to be able to make that big yeah. change. And it's like a friend of mine is having a baby and she gets asked all the time if her partner will help, mm. if her partner will help with the baby, will her <laughs> partner just... be good? But and I just I like genuinely couldn't believe it because would they ever say... Like, if he was talking to his friends, would they say, oh, is she going to help with the baby? Exactly. Is she going to, yeah, what's she going to do? Exactly. Is she going to be good? It would never happen. It would never, ever happen. It's not a question. And it's, it's, it's so true. It's order. a partnership. Yeah. Isn't it, at the end of the day? I mean, I think we'll have to go on to another, we'll do another podcast about it. Oh, yeah, we can talk about it. There's, there's a whole load to talk about. I've got my own personal um, sort of stories about that as well. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's a partnership yeah. and, you know, again, you know, if you're going to be having a baby, then yeah. it, it, again, equal, yeah. everything needs to be equal. Um, well, there's even like with this story when I got Honey, yeah. um, and Honey was a little puppy, James was in the Navy, which is pretty much why I got her because I needed a little pal and I looked after her from when we first got her and was like, puppy training her like teaching her to go for walks be on the lead blah 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 literally everything I was on my own for like four months with honey and every time I went out the house in Dartmouth I would get constant constant advice usually from men it's like sometimes from women as well but it was usually men there were some builders down the road they just always say have you tried this have you tried that or don't let her do this don't let her do that don't I was like, yeah, thank you, thank you. I've got it covered. Yeah. But then when James had a weekend off and went out with the dog, yeah. all we'd get is, oh, nice dog, that's a lovely puppy. Like, 
And I just, and literally that's when my kind of journey on feminism began because I just thought, I have been on my own for four months. I am responsible for Honey. Honey is the best dog in the world. Yeah. James had nothing to do with it. Yeah, like, exactly. please don't, just because he has her now, please don't be like, well, well done you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, well, similar story. Like, um, only the other day. So, again, it's super casual. Um, mm. I was sending um, a parcel mm. over to America, and the FedEx man came over, and... Uh, my housemate that I live with is a man, and he answered the door. And the part the FedEx man, you know, I kept, I'm not articulating this very well, but the, <laughs> not very good storyteller. You'll understand <laughs> this as we go on. Um, but the FedEx man was talking to um, the housemate, male housemate. Mm. I come running downstairs and I say, "Oh, this is my parcel. I've got it from here." FedEx man looked at me with a bit of a confused look on his face, but carried on talking and trying to deal with the male housemate. Mm. And the male housemate was responding. But yeah. he didn't know what he was responding to like because it was my, my parcel. So I had to say to him, hang on a minute, I yeah. said, this is my uh, parcel that's going out. Um, I don't. I don't need your help with it. Yeah. Thank you very much. I was trying to be as polite as I could. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is the politeness, the politeness. isn't it? It's so oh annoying. My God. It's... But, and then, if you're watching this, because I don't know how to tell you why. But <laughs> he then like backed off into his room as if I was like gonna like smack him or something. Yeah, some crazy vicious. <laughs> and all I was saying was, basically, yeah. This is this is my thing yeah. that I've got under control. You have nothing to do with it. You mm. wouldn't even be able to give the information that the man needs. Back the fuck off. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I'm again. It's like oh yeah, oh, she's some she, evil. Like she's gonna bite my fucking head off. Oh my god, I know. And it's like no, just setting the boundaries. Yeah. Like why why can't I do mm. that? Like I'm my own independent woman. Don't need, don't need a man for anything. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just, it's so frustrating. And a lot of my friends that don't identify with being a feminist, mm. they their kind of argument, which I do kind of agree with, is oh, well, men and women are different. Mm. And I just think, yeah, men and women are different. Yeah, and there should be power in that. But one thing, women aren't taught how to kind of harness their powers and how to yeah. we're not taught we're not really taught about periods we're not taught about our cycles we're not taught about um other like successful women like we're, we're not taught about women no and we're, it's also almost like we're not allowed to yeah like we're not allowed to talk about periods in front of men because it'll gross them out yeah. jesus christ or we're not allowed to talk about sex or vibrators mm. or this, that, and the other because they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yet, oh, wait, a, a man can talk about how he banged a chick and mm. go into graphic detail and this, that, and the other. Like, again, yeah. we could do a whole other series on that. Like, we could do a million episodes, I think, on this. I know. But I think the, the main point, really, because I'm sure we're probably coming up to the yeah. end of our... <laughs> But basically, we just, you know, we're choosing to challenge gender inequality. Mm. We just want things to be equal. And I think for things to be equal, we need to speak up. 
Yeah, set boundaries and, you know, yeah, basically that's it. Have empathy and have empathy for each sex and it, whatever you might identify as. Yeah. Just as a human being, basically. Exactly. Um, and, you know, if there is any men listening, you know, if a woman does speak up for herself, they're not being aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> and if there is any men listening, I would love to know, like, are you listening to this thinking shut the fuck up yeah like because I would like to know is we're not um this is just our opinions and I think me and Hannah have really similar opinions on it but or if you're a woman and you're listening and you're like you two need to shut the fuck up (laughs) like let us know because we would happily talk to you about it and for me as well it is that thing of yes men and women are different men aren't bad women aren't bad but we should all have the same opportunities. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if you're a woman, if feminism wins, you don't then have to go and do, like, typically man things. Like, you don't suddenly have to like football, or you don't... No. Like, if you want to wear a dress, you can wear a dress. Yeah. If you want to have hairy armpits, you can have hairy armpits. You can exactly. just do whatever you want. Like, I feel like I'm, like, a whole like a whole amalgamation of all of that. Yeah. Like, some days I'll just be like... You know, yeah, I'm not going to shave for weeks because yeah. that's my power. Yeah, and I'm reclaiming it. It's like you know, but if you to... want, if you want to shave and wear false eyelashes, you can still be feminist. It, but then that's yeah. the other side of me, and then I'm like, no, I do want to be like like a baby and talk, yeah. Like, yeah, have my false eyelashes and stuff. But again, it's it, it's it's more about it's just about equality, exactly. Really. Equality, empathy. Yeah. Just have a bit of respect yeah. and mindful mindfulness and the way you're speaking to to people. Mm. Um, willingness to learn. Willingness to learn and listen. Yeah. Actually listen to what that person is saying, yeah. trying to articulate and then then move forward with any conversations yeah. and, and whatnot. I could literally talk about it for so long. Oh, there'll be more to come. Okay, can I say one more thing? Because yeah, this it. is literally, I was talking to this, <laughs> I talked about my, this with my dad yesterday, because obviously me and James get married, and I'm not taking James's last name, oh. and James doesn't want to take mine either, and okay. we feel fine with that, um, but when I tell other people, they're not fine with it, and Why? they're a bit funny with it, and... Why is it their business? I know, but that's, that's the first thing that annoys me, but the other thing is the miss, ms, or mrs. Oh, right, yeah. Whereas the man is always just mister. Mister, yeah. Why do they need to know if yeah. we're married or not? Yeah. Why do they need to know? Why can't it just be miss forever or ms? Miss or ms? Just decide. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... I don't know. It's it's Miz. Miz is, is like, like if in you're between. divorced or widowed or if you don't want to say. Oh, is it? Oh, I don't even know that. Yeah. I think so. And I think Miss is oh, like... Today is old. <laughs> but but I'm pretty, I might be wrong with that. I might be just going off on one. But it just annoyed me so much when I actually thought about it. Of, oh, yeah. Why should I get married and change to Mrs. Grundy? But he can still be Mr. Grundy forever. Yeah. Why, like, why? No, don't I don't get it. To. And, like, as I say, anyone that's thinking, you know, that just can't get their head around yeah. that, they're just not worth it. But it's <laughs> also the kind of stigma attached to it, if I don't, which I'm not going to, yeah. of, oh, she's a bit up herself. 
Which I'm just saying, fuck off. People, again, they just need to keep their opinions to themselves, don't they? Yeah. Like, this is your business. And a name's a name, for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, I know. It's, but it's important to me. And, like, James says, oh, well, I wouldn't change my last name, so I wouldn't expect you to change yours. And I just yeah. think, oh, that's refreshing. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Obviously, if you haven't uh, realised already as well, we are going to swear on this podcast. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Over over 18s, no. Everybody welcome. Again, also, swearing is healthy. Yeah. It's a natural, you know, it's a form of communication. Maybe we'll do a podcast on it. Yeah. (laughs) Even that kind of is labelled as like, oh, you're a feisty woman. Why? Why? Why do you have to do it? Again, well, that's it. Like, even the commenting on the personality, why do you feel the need to comment? That's it. But again, I, I know, I know lads that swear. You know, till the cows come home. Yeah. But then if I start saying it, it's like, oh yeah, she's a bit potty mouth, isn't she? Yeah. It's like, or a bit in your face. Yeah. And it's like, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> right. We're just getting angrier and <laughs> angrier. So we're gonna wrap it up and have some lunch. <laughs> yes, we are. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed our rant. Yeah. Um, and you know, this has been our first podcast, so hopefully yeah. it'll just get better with age. Yeah. And if if you're watching this. Apologies, because I, like, I literally have been all over the place. <laughs> me too, me too. But yeah, we will get used to it. We're going to have some really interesting people on to talk to us as well. We do, yeah. We've, we've got some really good guests lined up, mm-hmm. some really amazing topics. Basically, we're called the Talk About It podcast because we want to talk about things that you might not feel comfortable talking about. Yeah. So we'll talk about it, and then you can get involved if you want to yeah. get involved, basically. Um, and we just want to eradicate any sort of like shame yeah. that might come with certain topics mm. and um just you know yeah just hopefully to give you all a bit of confidence if or just support if you're going through something and while this has been very like feminist heavy this episode and we are feminists we do identify yeah. it as that definitely we do the rest of the podcast is more just about or everything it's it, everything yeah it's sort of um the sneak preview into the next podcast we've got a lovely lady um who's a, a health and well-being instructor who's got an amazing story mm. uh, which i'm not going to give too much away um but absolutely incredible story so we've got her on next so i think yeah, yeah. and we do want to talk a lot about business as well because women can be in business we can successfully and emotionally exactly we can do it all we can do it all um but yeah hope you have had a good time i've had a good time yeah i've had a nice time got a few bits off my chest yeah me too (laughs) that's the good thing about talking about it isn't it exactly that's it well thanks for listening everybody have a great week and we'll see you next week see you next week we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast Please make sure to follow us on Spotify, on Instagram at Talking About It, and on YouTube. We are the Talking About It podcast. I've been Nancy, and I've been Hannah, and we hope you all have a beautiful week.